21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I'm Sheila Clefcorn. I am CEO and founder of KEO Marketing. We are a business-to-business marketing agency based in Phoenix, Arizona in the United States. And we help companies, primarily tech companies, B2B companies, scale faster. We have a model that seems to really be resonating in this economy. So every business is facing increased economic pressure because of interest rates, because of uh, their customers pulling back, those kinds of things. And so business leaders today are really focused on both cutting costs and improving their sales results. What we've offered for more than 20 years now is a kind of unique model. And that is a fractional head of marketing, a fractional CMO, plus an outsourced team of senior level marketers. And what we do is enable mid-market companies to basically have the marketing department of much bigger companies without spending or making that same investment that those bigger companies make because they get the team on a fractional or part-time basis. That enables the company to scale faster. It innovates the agency model because normally a founder or CEO who hires an agency then has to be the de facto head of marketing because they have to coordinate with the other executives and those kinds of things. So it gives you a senior level strategist who can interact with the other members of your marketing team so that you as the CEO or founder can stay focused on what you need to do to grow the business. A lot of people ask me about AI and marketing and AI, and especially because of chat GPT and chat four, there are a lot of opportunities to leverage AI and marketing. AI in marketing is already showing up in a lot of the platforms you use. So if you're a Salesforce user, for example, there is AI if you're using the Einstein level of your Salesforce subscription that helps find better information about the contacts that your salespeople are reaching. It's very powerful when it can be used to augment the data that your people inside your company use. ChatGPT is really interesting for people because it allows a speed for information gathering that we haven't had before. So we view it as a very valuable tool to help your marketing process. For example, our copywriters may be go to the chat GPT or chat for console and ask some questions, the same kind of questions they usually used to ask themselves Now they can get answers and come up with subheadlines for an article. They can get ideas for different questions that they might answer. They can get 
ideas about different resources that they could use to write a particular piece or article. And so AI is incredibly helpful in that way, but AI is not going to take the place of your existing content development in terms of knowing your voice, knowing how you uniquely answer your customer's value proposition. It's not going to be able to do those kinds of things for you, but it's a very powerful tool to help your team be more efficient, generate better ideas, and make more of an impact. You're very experienced in in digital marketing, and uh, you've received numerous awards as well for your work. Can you share a little bit more about those awards and what does this recognition mean to you and how does it impact uh, your approach to leadership, to mentorship? Yes, we're very proud to have received a lot of awards over the last 23 years for outstanding marketing campaigns, for leadership in the industry, for innovative thinking. And the awards themselves don't really mean all that much, except that it reinforces that we've had success. And in my view, as a person who owns a business, who thinks about our client's business as if it was my business, I'm all about results. Uh, There are lots of companies who can create beautiful websites uh, that don't generate any leads, for example. There are lots of people who can create beautiful content uh, that doesn't actually advance the business. And in my view, marketing is about generating results. Uh, So we're singularly focused on that. And those awards are a great validation of that focus because we've helped companies grow big enough to be acquired by other companies or uh, companies grow big enough to go public. Uh, We've helped companies expand into new markets and help more people and have their impact be stronger. And so those are all the great things that come with awards. You know, having done this kind of marketing for about 30 years now, uh, marketing is really, I think, about education. How can we help people understand more about how they can get solutions to their needs? Uh, I'm a big fan of being really clear in marketing and messaging about who is it that you're trying to reach What are their problems and how do you solve those problems better than anybody else? I think that's the number one mistake that people make in marketing is they say, these are the things I do, come and buy them, as opposed to saying, these are your needs and this is what I'm here to solve. Besides all about results and education, what else would you stress out as important for all those entrepreneurs that are in the startup phase that just beginning and want to to reach goals that you already reached uh, in in the last 20 plus years? Well, having worked with startups and mid-market companies and very large enterprises, I would say that the challenge uh, for startups is that there's sort of an ethos or a, a culture of failing fast, which means you're doing a lot of experimentation, which is really good. It's really good in a lot of ways, but it is not really good for getting marketing results. 
So most marketing programs will take three to six months to really be humming. And we are focused on building an infrastructure that can deliver those leads or deliver those sales results month after month. And so what a lot of startup founders do is they don't give a program long enough to succeed before they decide it didn't work and move on to the next thing. So that's usually my recommendation is, yes, experiment within campaigns, but don't stop doing the campaigns until you've given them enough time to succeed. Discipline in marketing is really the unsung hero of marketing, making sure that you are delivering your programs month in and month out every week, that you don't take three months off because you got busy servicing your existing clients, those kinds of things really having the discipline. It's kind of like going to the gym. If you only go to the gym every six months, you'll have very little results. If you go to the gym every week, if you follow the program every week, you will have results. And the same is true in marketing. Beside uh, experimentation and based on your big experience in marketing, what would you say are the most common marketing mistakes, uh, not only startups, but all companies, basically companies make? And how can they avoid them? Well, I've mentioned two of the most common mistakes is one is having your marketing be all about you and not about your clients or prospective clients or customers. Um, the second is not having discipline, as I mentioned, around execution on marketing. And probably the third one is chasing every fad that comes along. People will contact me and say, I need to be on social media. And I say, why are your prospective clients or customers on social media? How are they consuming it? What do they care about? And so I think just stepping back and thinking about who is my target buyer and how do I solve their problems? Once I know that, then I can decide where, where do they hang out? Where, wh who do they listen to? How can I get in front of them in, with a message that would be meaningful? All that sort of pre-planning is so critically important as opposed to what channel you're using. And what can you offer as a KEO marketing company in that in that sphere? So we're very focused on putting together a strategy that's going to be successful to help a company grow. And that strategy involves understanding what your product or service is, who is the best buyer of that service, what would resonate with them? What would be helpful to them? And then lastly, what channels should we use to get in front of them? Whether they be digital channels like SEO and search engines, Google ads, LinkedIn retargeting ads, things like that on the inbound side or outbound emails, uh, LinkedIn outreach, things like that in the B2B space. So it's sometimes people just skip the messaging and the target conversation and jump right into, I've got to have social ads, or I've got to be on TikTok, or I've got to be in Facebook or whatever that is. And they end up wasting a lot of money because they didn't do that pre-planning. And so we help companies 
figure out what should the real strategy be and then what should the channels be. And then of course we also help them execute. Case study, success story, example. Sure. So um, I'll take an example of an Israeli company that was building 3D printers, um, really incredible 3D printers. Uh, they can actually build a circuit board with a 3D printer. It's a powerful, powerful system. Um, and if once we got to know more about it, we learned that the prototyping process for circuit boards typically takes a year, typically takes over a million dollars to prototype a circuit board. It's a very expensive, slow process that is used by universities, big uh, chip manufacturers like an Intel or a Motorola or on semiconductor. Um, this is very expensive business. And so they've built something that is fantastic that they can prototype a circuit board in 24 hours for about $250,000. It's kind of a no brainer for somebody to try it who's been investing this much money. And so we did some very big upfront research to identify who's spending a million dollars on prototypes. They would be the best people to target for this 3D printer. Then we put together messaging that really made the case, not about the printer, but about the prototyping process and really spoke to the pain involved in that prototyping process. We did some outbound emails. Uh, we were able to generate more than 100 leads in just a few months uh, with big organizations like Microsoft, like the federal government, NASA, big universities, and they were wildly excited about the success of the program. The key part of that was knowing how people currently make circuit boards, prototype them, develop them, how expensive it was. And this machine solved those problems in a really elegant and beautiful way. In your experience, how can companies identify that 20% of clients that deliver it? So Pareto, uh, 2080 uh, principle, what's, what strategies? Do, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the Pareto principle may show up in your business where 20% of your customers deliver you 80% of the revenue. That's a pretty easy one to determine. You just look in your accounting software to figure out who those 20% uh, percent of the customers are. But they also might be the 20% of your customers that re require the least amount of your team's time. And so having detail about how much time is consumed over small clients as opposed to large clients can be really helpful. And so monitoring those KPIs in your business to know what is the utilization of your team, what is the revenue uh per whatever it is that you're selling can be really helpful. Really digging in on which are the clients that are the most profitable for you? And then identifying what are the commonalities between those? How can we target more of those kinds of companies? Maybe they're your best companies are the ones that give you the most referrals. Those are the ones that you want more of. Those are the kinds of things that you'd want to look into.
And Sheila, what about you? About your daily life? Are you a happy person? Do you have uh, enough time to think about anything else besides job <laughs> or still not? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh, I love my life. I have a very abundant life. Uh, I love my family. I love to travel. And truthfully, I love my job. I built this company to give myself the lifestyle that I want to have. I want to be able to do it from wherever I am. Um, I love the process of marketing and creating campaigns that make a difference. So I feel like I'm making a difference. I love my team. They are some of the best marketers in the world. And having the opportunity to work with them every day is fantastic. I just can't imagine a better life. And any any so classic question, any takeaways for listeners regarding daily routine, regarding specific mindset for achieving that kind of balance? I think the thing that I've learned over the years, you know, and this is probably true for all people, but particularly for women, is that we tend to worry a lot about what everybody thinks. And at this point, I'm 54 years old. I have a lot more confidence that the things that I think about are going to happen, that there's really no need to worry about things not working out because they tend to work out. And if they don't, it's an opportunity for something else. So I tend to be a pretty abundant thinker that there's more, there are more than enough clients for all of us, that there are more than enough people to be on my team, that there are more than enough uh, opportunities to make a big impact with what it is that we do and love. Um, and I just feel a lot more comfortable in that skin today than I used to be 20 years ago. Um, and I think that comes from more life experience and it comes from being focused on my mindset every day uh, because there's a million different crises that happen every day and it's easy to get sucked into the dynamics of those. Um, and it's important to just breathe and step back and know that it's all going to work out because we show up every day doing our best work. And that's the only thing that we can control. It's really been a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really honored to have this conversation with you. Um, you were asking, how can someone get in touch or find out more about these things? Uh, we offer a complimentary marketing audit to companies who are looking to improve their marketing. Uh, so again, it's just for B2B companies of between five and $50 million. The audit is a 40 to 50 page report that really lays out a roadmap for their success. A lot of agencies charge thousands of dollars for that kind of an audit and they do it after they're working together, which to me seems kind of crazy because you would want to know the quality of our thinking before you hired us. So we put a lot of time into that audit report, which is a roadmap for you, which you can keep regardless of whether you hire us or not. You can find that audit at keomarketing.com or you can reach out to me at LinkedIn under Sheila Clefcorn. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold-awarded journey 
hosted by Martin Piskorik. Connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.